What if business could be fun? This podcast is for people who no longer want work to be a four-letter word. It is a comedic look at the myths of work, life, and balance, where we expose the kind of thinking that sucks your will to live, and we replace it with powerful, easy-to-use tools so that you can shift gears and laugh about it all. The only requirement to listen is you need to be human. Oh my God, oh my God, I'm so excited. I am here with my amazing and fabulous Kathy Keegan, the most amazing, beautiful podcast partner in the world. This is Still Human. If you are new, welcome, welcome. We're so happy that you're here. Kathy and I are both coaches, speakers, authors, and we've been in the transformational world for years and years and years. And we found that when we were in some big masterminds, there were some gaps, some big gaps. And so we were sort of inspired to create this podcast as a comedic look at being a coach, at being a business owner, and yeah, at being human. All the things we wish we had known. And so our goal is to like pull back the curtain and share with you our vulnerabilities and all the things that we see in ourselves and with our clients and students and life. So welcome to Still Human. Welcome. Oh, what a great intro. You always do such a great introduction. It's so good to be here with you. Um, oh my God. You know, it's, it's so just, good to be here with you. You know, I, I get email after email after email about these ways that you can 10x, 100x, 20 billion x your business. <laughs> um, and again, you know, not to put that stuff down, there are people who really do do that. What they leave out is the work that it takes, the support that it takes, the ongoing <sighs> support. So oftentimes you're getting ahas, but an aha is only going to take you so far, right? And so you need ongoing support. And that's where Elaine and I come in. We're the ongoing support. We're the ones that stick with you to help you get where you want to go. Wow. It'd be the way to say Daddy it. Daddy Keegan dropping some pearls of wisdom right at the top. Elaine, that's why I hang, that's why I I hang out with our people. Important question. Do these headphones make my hair look fat? <laughs> No, I think okay. they look, I think they make your face even thinner. Okay, good. Than ever okay. before. That's good. But I, I asked about it. my hair. Oh, sorry. Your hair is. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, oh it's, my it's, God. you know, we teach what we need to learn. Right. And, uh, oh my God. I mean, I, you know, I, um, so I've been working a, a lot on, you know, my business, but also, um, I have this beloved, um, you know, devotional thing. I've, I've fallen in love with this older woman and she is in decline. And so it's mm. a labor of love and whoo, has it been challenging lately? And, uh, you know, it's, you're strung out. If you come home and you're like, I'm going to go weed to wind down. <laughs> But like, oh, and, and, and also weeding I got a letter appealing. from my township and, and, and that was here, like, it's, your so yards. I just, I want to say, though, there's something about weeding that is a wonderful use of energy because you're getting rid of things that aren't helping and you can do it without any regret at all. 
Mm. How cool is that? Yeah. And it's decent exercise. And I, you know, I have to cover myself from head to toe because there's poison ivy, even though I spent a million dollars trying to get it out of my thing. But um, so anyway, so last weekend I was doing a lot of uh, early morning weeding. And then I actually came home and put a headlamp on and I was weeding by moonlight, which was actually quite beautiful. You know, (laughs) only Elaine. Um, I'm sure people were like, there is a crazy lady in her yard at nine o'clock at night. What is she doing? The point is, though, it was I actually had like a spiritual moment with the moon and um, very different than when I used to do drugs all night long, you know, many, many, many moons ago. And I was listening to podcasts and I was listening to Smartless which is just these hilarious comedic actors riffing on each other. And then they do get amazing guests. And, but one of the things they talked about why they started their podcast, because they just love hanging out with each other and talking. And I was like, yeah, that's what we do too, you know? And so what a gift to have like an appointment with each other almost every week or every other week that we get to, you know, kibbutz like hang out and, and talk about what's really going on and, um, the ups and downs of like, yay, we're coming out of the pandemic. Oh God, people. Ah, I I love people. I'm an extrovert, but I'm also kind of an introvert, but how am I about masks and gloves and what if people lie? And yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot to navigate. Oh my God. It changed, 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 changed. And um, and it is it's very, very tough to navigate because, you know, in the midst of change, we're kind of looking for something to sort of stand on some kind of ground to stand on. Right. Um, In your case, it was in your yard weeding, which, again, I just want to say I just love your commitment to that. And I love that you turned it into a ritual. Here's the thing. You can wash dishes. It can be a ritual. You know, you can take anything boring work that let's say you have to get something out and you're, you don't have your like automatic envelope, you know, stuffer thingy and you have to fold a few letters or whatever. You can turn that into a game and turn mm. it into a meditative exercise. And it's a way of being present in the moment. And I just love this image. I have this beautiful image of you. And then, of course, <laughs> of your neighbors like. What's going on there? I mean, what would the call to 911 be? Um, hello, 911. Yes, caller. Um, there's somebody who thinks they're mining, but they're above ground. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what those calls would be like. But what you've done is you've taken, you know, you you found other ways to get the let out. You know, and to deal and to and to acknowledge one that you're dealing with some very you're you're dealing with some real life and death issues, you know. Yeah, and I, you know, from from somebody who I, I grew up with eating disorders and then drugs and alcohol and um, busy and bad boys, so many addictions. Um, you know, learning ways to decompress that do not involve shopping or food or, you know, eating emotionally, or let me go buy another course. Let me, you know, like there's so many things that we do as human beings, I think. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I'm grateful. It was, you know, and the miracle is that I really did look at it as a gift instead of it's not fair, (laughs) you know, I know five, but, um, you know, Kathy, I wanted to, um, 
ask you because you're such a good coach and you're so studied and you're always reading all these books about human behavior and potential and mindset and psychology and um you know and i have this uh client let's call her emily and emily is you know she's committed to her business she loves coaching people she loves what she does and she's really good as a coach for her clients but when it comes to her own business she uh does this thing where she resists marketing her monthly webinar. And this has been, uh, you know, she's been doing this now for quite some time. And it seems like all of a sudden, like, oh my God, it's the week of the webinar. Have I invited anybody? Have I sent any emails? Have I asked people to No, And, you know, and so she's, we're at this place again. And I think she thought that she had overcome this issue, but it seems to be back. And she was saying how she just feels full of dread, mm. even though she loves doing it when she gets going. It's like teaching and it's fun, but the whole promoting it, inviting people to it, there's just like this block. And I was like, you know what? I want to ask Kathy Keegan, what would she say? And I feel like our dear listeners and watchers, viewers might be able to relate to this. Maybe it's not a monthly webinar for you, but maybe it's something else like you're really committed to it, but then you keep like not doing it, resisting it. Uh, I think it's human being. We have this. So take it away, Kathy. Oh my gosh. First, I just want to say, would that be um, today at 4 p.m. Eastern time (laughs) that Emily has this particular? So, um, and what is that? Uh, Is that the third or fourth? third Wednesday of every month? It's the third Wednesday. Yeah. The third Wednesday of every month. Okay. So yes, the thing that you're talking about, this whole idea of promotion slash attraction, what, what does, you know, we can often forget how important our service is and how important what we offer is. Hmm. because we're steeped in it. We're steeped in what we do on a daily basis. And so we forget that some of what we offer is a complete newsflash to others and is inspiring to others. And so, you know, I think coming back to and thinking about your place of service, who, who is my client and how can I serve them? And who are the people who are being invited, people who need in this day and age fluency, you know, they need fluency in being online, you know, being present on online and doing video is not going away. Right. And so for people who need those skills, when you want to learn and first of all, to go to something that costs you nothing except a small amount of time during which you're going to laugh and learn a lot to help you get better at how you present yourself when you're on a Zoom call. Right. You know, and that's just one part of it. So I think sometimes we can forget how important our offering is. Part of it is, and you can tell me if this is true or not, because there's so much stuff out there. There is. There's so much. Right. Right. And how 
And, and that's why the idea of attraction is important, because promoting something is fine. You can promote things, but you're not thinking about the specific person you have in mind. Who are those right. people? What do they look right. like? Uh, where do they hang out? You know, are, where are they doing their Facebook lives from? You know, mm. um, those sorts of things. And sort of thinking, thinking about that. And then, you know, I got some advice from somebody the other day, and I thought it was really important because I, too, will go out and do research, see what other people are doing just to get an idea. Right. And then what happens is I get all, oh, my God, they do it so well. I'm they're such so a X, they're Y, so and Z. Polished. Now, they're so bright. You know, they're I'm comparing. Skinnier, prettier, faster, funnier. Ah! Right. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, and the the fact of the matter is, is that what we can compare and successfully compare is me to earlier me, to earlier incarnations of me. You know, this wisdom was passed along to me. And I thought that's really a good way of thinking about it. When Elaine, when you think of here's Elaine looking gorgeous for those who are watching us on YouTube. And so for the rest of you, just imagine she looks fabulous. She's got a beautiful background. You know, here she is. And if we talk to her 20 year ago self, it's going to be a very different thing, right? What what this person done. <laughs> this person. <laughs> is that the past tense of did, dud? <laughs> I had dud. Nosotros had dadamos. Um, but anyway, I think, um, <laughs> sorry about that. No, I love it. So, and that's the thing. And, and the other aspect of what we do that I think is so challenging, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, is the repetitiveness of what we do. You know, we're doing the same thing over and over and we actually are getting results. We're getting more fluent. We're getting better at what we do. But we forget how much of an impact that can have on other people, mm. you know, as you go forward and do this. And we are going to attract the people who want to be with us as long as we they see themselves and what it is we're saying. And so mm. one of the things you do that's so brilliant are your Facebook lives. And so doing those and that's going to attract people in mm -hmm. thanks kathy i don't know does any so of that great. help makes yeah, sense you know, what i what i hear in that is um i i forget in the quote promoting of it uh and i make it all about me i mean emily emily that's right emily it's all about her instead Remember, of like there's there's no me in emily well there is <laughs> but it's emily but it's not great. And another yeah, way, I think, yeah, go ahead. So great. No, it's just so great to remember. It's, it's not about me. It's about helping other people to find their voice and own their power and tell their story to help heal the world, which needs that now more than ever. So it's not even about me or Emily. Right. So exactly. anyway, beautifully, whoever your client Emily said. is, she sounds like an amazing person. <laughs> sounds like somebody we might want to even have on our show. Wow. Okay. Well, we I, could ever I will get, ask her. You could just, you know, maybe talk to her and see if she'd be willing to show up. Okay. And I, 
I got I had another thought and you'd think it was 4 p.m. Eastern time. No, 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 it's okay. Well, I was going to ask you something else. Okay. So I think you were sensing that. That's really, you were, oh, Elaine wants to ask me something else. So Kathy Keegan, you have this delicious partnership with this amazing man, your husband, um, and you have clients who adore you, who work with you over and over again. Anybody who comes in contact with you is like, oh, my God, I love your podcast partner. Um, how do you use humor in to nurture your relationships or, um, you know, if your husband ever does something that bothers you, maybe he's perfect. I don't know. You know, do you use humor in how you in interact and engage? Would you share that with us? Oh, gosh. Uh, sure. So I thank God for improv. I just want to say, um, even though it scared the living daylights out of me at the time, what I loved about improv, or let me put it this way, what it taught me, and then I eventually ended up loving about it, was yes, and. And. We've talked about it here before. If I say, yeah, but first of all, I sound like a cartoon character. But second <laughs> of all, yeah, but stops the conversation dead in its tracks. And it it kind of also diminishes. It doesn't just stop. It undermines whatever was said. And there's a, an implied make wrong. Yes. And, and I, I don't know about you, but when I feel like I'm being judged, I like shrink. I am. I'm not like this oh, open hearted. I'm like, oh, God, retreat, retreat, get away, get away. Right. Yeah. You shut right down. And so, so we do use humor and yes, and in, in our relationship, are we perfect? <clears throat> Sorry. Thanks for playing. No. <laughs> um, and, you know, and there are genuine things that, you know, we have to negotiate and talk through and what has helped so much is to remember who I am and what I bring into this relationship of who I am and to remember who he is and what's mm. important to him and what he brings into the relationship. And so that respect for what matters to him and his respect for what matters to me makes all the difference in the world. It doesn't mean we don't get into kerfuffles and, you know, little tiffs and arguments, but there's and there's just a sense of yes and <laughs> did but, i just I mean, negate and, everything i just said well i think you were because you're human Ooh, that again so and and one time my sister-in-law said hey could you do a demo of what that is and we were like well i don't know but we just had a conversation and she said, but that's how you always are. I said, well, yeah, you asked for a demo of how we are and we are <laughs> how we are, you know? And so, and I think that's the other thing, you know, it, it, there, there's not a, it's so hard to believe that there's not the magic that you think there's going to be with like a pill or a substance, you know, it's very disappointing because you're hoping against hope. I'm so trained to think that if there's a pill for something, 
I want that because I want to bypass some of the steps that we all end up having to go through as humans, right? Oh my gosh. To this day, if somebody, if I hear something about a pill or whatever, I'm thinking, Ooh, Mm. you know, I perk up. Me too. Maybe that will help. Maybe that's the solution. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's so interesting. Yes. And 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 the solution, the thing is, what medical science has been able to do is fabulous. There's no doubt about it. But it's not the only thing. And it's part of an array of ways for us to to be healthy or to treat cancer or to treat other kinds of illnesses. Um, it, it doesn't totally solve problems. And one of the things that's been on my mind is because um, I've, I've suffered from depression for many, many years, and I've had a lot of uh, success in treating it. And it's a combination of things to treat it and to deal with it. Um, but it isn't one thing and it isn't just taking a pill and it solves it. And that's really important. There's a lot of sort of, I call it experimentation. You know, you try something, it works or it doesn't work. It kind of sort of works or it doesn't work for a while. So there are a lot of instances where we are like scientists trying to figure out what actually works. And one of the things you're probably witnessing right now, Elaine, with um, that, that beautiful person you care for who is going through her dying process is that, and this happened with my mom, was, no, there isn't a pill that just works and takes away the pain. You have right. to deal with, you have to try things, you have to titrate, pull somebody off something, try something again. And it, it, it rattles your cage because we're, we're really somehow led to believe that there's a thing that's going to make it all go away. And that feels a little depressing, except that there's a magic when you connect with another person that goes beyond just the two of you. Am I on a soapbox today? I hope I don't sound like... No, like so many juicy, amazing, beautiful things to unpack, you know? Right. Um, It's like you and me. It's like you and me. I was sitting here beforehand and... um, and I was just like, not that energized. And then I thought about you and then you get on and there you are. And apologizing for being late. <laughs> you know. but, and, and so well, I'm, I'm butting myself. Um, that sounds disgusting. Um, <laughs> or kinky. And, I don't know. <laughs> You're so fabulous. This is the and, right? This is this is the and. There's something about the two of us when we talk with each other. It sparks conversation that I don't want to end. Yeah, me too. I think that's why we, you know, if you're if you're new to the podcast, we Kathy and I started working together. I was helping her with her stories and we just kept laughing and and then profound things were coming out and it was like this organic bubbling up of I think this is supposed to be a podcast and and so delighted that we're we're you know, we're still getting to do it. And um but so many juicy things that you said, Kathy, and I I love it that um Your sister-in-law was like, that's it, you know, because I think, I think in a way that's life. Like sometimes, you know, like, um, you know, I, I coach 
quite a few people who we all go to this networking event that happened yesterday. And so we were, um, and I helped them with their, you know, sponsor pitches and, you know, it's part of what I do in my coaching stuff. And so today we had our accountability meeting that meets three times a week. And so we were sort of, um, reviewing and assessing. And, and one of the women was like, well, I didn't get much of a lead in, you know, and, and I'm so grateful because I said, this is juicy. Let's all talk about this. And I realized this is what happens to me in business almost every day, right? Like I am putting myself out there. I am preparing for an interview or a conversation or a phone call or a meeting. And um, in the preparation, I get unconscious expectations now, you can set an intention of how you would like it to go, right? It's great to have intentions. And then an expectation, though, is like sort of a dream, a hope, a wish. And if you're Elaine, it's a lot of times it can be sort of magical thinking. <laughs> well, I heard an expression and it's expectations are premeditated resentments. Yes. Ding, ding, yes. ding, 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 ding. And what, what I find fascinating and, and slightly horrifying is oftentimes, at least for me, I don't even realize I have them. Like they're sort of unconscious. They're like in the back closet of the attic of my mind. Huge. And so I show up. I have the intention. I da, 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 da. It goes how it goes. And then later on, because I'm a little bit of a delayed reaction, um, I have this sense of anxiety, disappointment depression, funkiness. And, you know, so I'm anyway, so I've just, this has kind of been like a new realization for me. So I was so happy that I got to work with one of my clients and say, look, we all know this. Um, these inter these networking meetings, there's a lot happening. There's people in the chat. There's people, there's so much happening. And um, really it's all about the follow-up and deepening the relationships and finding out, okay, you know what? I don't want to really deepen with that person. That's okay. Absolutely. But this person, we really gelled and, you know, and so anyway, it was such a gift to get to coach her. And I realized that that's something I struggle with too, of like, you know, I am so results oriented, which is hilarious to me because acting is all about the process. And, you know, when I was really, really pursuing, when I was auditioning all the time and people would think, oh, it's a process. I was like, I'm going to hit the next person that says that. <laughs> you know, which I guess is probably why I like to weed now because you can see your progress. You can Absolutely. see the results. You, the door needs painting. It's shabby and peeling. You paint it and voila, you see your results. And so much of life it's not like that, right? Business, we're building, we're building, we're building relationships, we're building collaborations. It's, you know, you don't roll out of bed and go, ta-da, and you have a full-blown business, right? And uh, so anyway, oh, I just thank God for humor, but thank God for things like improv to teach people like me how to be in the uncomfortableness right? The not knowing. Like in AA, they talk a lot about how sometimes you're in the hallway, like one door just closed and now you're in the hallway. And, you know, how are you going to be in that hallway? If you're like me, wait, open the door again, help! 
oh my God, right? Like maybe if I walk down the hallway, there might be tons of other doors that could open or are already open. There might be some windows. I'm sure there's a ledge that I should probably stay away from. <laughs> but like, right. And so I think so much to me of life and growing and evolving is like, can you be in the doorway? You know, and that's one reason we do love improv and humor. Because what if I could laugh? Oh, I'm in the hallway again instead of like, oh, my God. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, and I um, first of all, I just want to acknowledge the the wisdom bombs that you have just dropped. It's just what a beautiful. Please go back and listen to that section again, because there's so much there that is that is so helpful as we make our way day by day and do the business that we want to be doing and live the lives that we want to be living. I mean, it's just so beautiful. I had heard this expression once that if um, if a door closes, open it. That's what doors are for. Um, but sometimes what you're talking about is that that door did close and you're in a hallway, but you can explore the hallway, right? You can explore the hallway. Um, you can see what else is there. And one way to do that while keeping yourself grounded is something called pivoting. Now, pivoting has a couple of meanings. I think we probably talked about it here, too. But from a basketball sense, what is a pivot? The pivot prevents you from traveling unnecessarily and getting and getting the ball taken away from you, or I don't know if they give you fines. I haven't watched basketball in a long time. <laughs> I'm going to fine you. I think I think you get flagged. I don't want to get called for traveling. And so, but what do you do? You have one foot on the ground, and you use the other to go around 360 or however wide you want to go. I think your limit is 360. Um but, uh, you know, it, it allows you to be able to go and look at other things and then make a decision about which direction to head in. Right. And so as we live in this, the VUCA world, and I never remember what it stands for. It's something like volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and it could be assholery. Like Vulcan, right. Oh, Vulcan. Vulcan. Volcanic. Vo yeah. <laughs> She just she just did the the Vulcan hello sign. Hello, my name is. <laughs> I'm sorry. With my husband, I'm like Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings adjacent. So I know just enough to really to be dangerous. Yes, well, to let people know that I just don't know anything. Like we'll be somewhere, and he knows everything about pots and pottery, and um, I'll say, "Well, that looks like a a Van Kirk," and he's like. Uh, that's Van Erp, or I don't know, whatever it is. And then, or it'll be, or it'll be, I have like the totally wrong type of thing. And here's the thing. It's important to laugh about that stuff, right? Yeah. So you made a mistake, big deal, you know, to be able to learn how to, how to laugh at those kinds of things. And I, you know, and I think that's kind of what we're talking about here is just the idea of, in a world that can be so crazy, the question that you asked, Elaine, was what do I do to promote and attract is know where you're coming from. Um, mm. We belong to a network, the eWomen Network, and Sandra Yancey, the founder, will say often, if you don't know 
wait a minute. What does she say? She says, if you don't know what you stand for, you'll fall for anything. Everything. Right. Right. And it's almost as important to know what to say no to as to what to say yes to. Mm. Right. And so the more focused we can be by knowing who we are and coming from that place, um, you know, I think I think that's that's what helps. And then what did you do? You had this thought, these things are going on, and then you brought it up with another person. You shared it. You gave it some air. And then you right. got some perspective and the perspective you can agree with or disagree with. But you got some perspective and it gave you a chance to sort of see what's out there. And then you get to decide. Right. We you have get choice. to decide what you want to do next. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Emily, Emily, Emily gets right. to decide right. what to do next. Yes. Thank you. So great. So many juicy, juicy, juicy tidbits, Kathy. Thank you so much. So, you know, um, so tell me what else is going on. Like spring, you're in Chicago. So that means probably still a little chilly. What do you have that's exciting? Are you doing anything? Do you have any trips planned? Um, I actually do have a have a trip planned, and it's to see family members on the East Coast. Um, oh. I'm going to be out there for to celebrate my dad's 89th, my sister-in-law's oh my father's 98th, um, the graduation of my youngest niece on that side of the family from college. I mean, from high school. And it'll be nice. It'll be good to get out of Dodge because, you know, I love Dodge. I mean, Chicago. And um, and yeah, flowers are blooming here. There's greenery. The wind is still off the lake. So that means it's like 60 with a wind chill. Um, but a lot of it has been what you're talking about is kind of what it means to come out of all this. You know, how you start to get adjusted to this life in your house and the routines that you develop. And then all of a sudden you can start developing other relationships. You could actually maybe call and meet somebody for coffee, right? And start to deepen some friendships and relationships. So that's some of the work I'm doing because I don't know that many people here. Right. Um, I've met some people, but now that work is to, you know, as you pointed out so beautifully, you're in a network meeting and there are a whole bunch of people there. The point of being at that meeting is not to meet 100% of everybody there and pursue 100% of everybody there and convert them all to paying clients, <laughs> which is kind of what's always in the back of my mind. Um, it's to meet somebody. It's to get more fluent in talking about what you do and what you love. Because continuing to do that gets you closer to being able to articulate that in a way that's memorable so that people don't leave. And they're like, I met this really nice lady. She does some kind of coaching. I, I don't remember. You know, right. you, you want to be so specific that, you know, it's like Elaine Williams video, Elaine Williams presence, Elaine Williams story. You know, well, Elaine you. Williams, authenticity, real. Um, then you start having those associations. And then when somebody comes along and says, I'm not feeling really good about how I appear on film or anything, I know who you can talk to. Cool. Well, thank you, Kathy. And, you know, Kathy, like Kathy, her your mission is to end needless workplace suffering. And, you know, I I think we've talked a lot about like the gifts of 
the pandemic. I mean, still praying for the health workers and all the people who've lost and there's still a lot happening. And there's been some silver linings in some in some of this, you know, learning to be with yourself. But, you know, if if you work for yourself and your boss is a jerk, you know, <laughs> Kathy can help you. And, you know, and I think this is so human to go, ah, oh, I'll be happy when I don't have to deal with this, when I don't have to do the commute. When I don't have to deal with her and then you come home and you're like, ah, I'm still grumpy because I have to deal with me or, you know, so, uh, you know, one of the things Kathy's so great at is helping people reframe, right? You know, get whether unstuck. it's stuck, get unstuck. Oh, you, know, you can just really so start to feel like we're stuck right now. Yeah, they yeah. feel trapped. And they don't feel like they have any options at all because there are these stories about how the market is, how it's changing. And so, again, that's dealing with a whole bunch of inputs from outside that your brain is just looking at and just starting to explode. And so if you are feeling trapped or stuck, um, give me a call. Um, let's just chat for free. You don't have to pay me anything, you know, just she to talk like the about no what's pressure going on. person. Yeah. No pressure person. Yeah. Here, yeah. The beauty of coaching, the beauty of almost anything is if it's not a fit, you can find somebody else. Right? Because it's important when you're going to work with somebody one-on-one -on -one, or you're going to hire somebody, you want to feel like they're giving you what you need and that there's a connection there. If there's not a connection, go somewhere else. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Can I, can I tell you this, you know, Trust your gut. I've heard that. Trust your intuition. But, you know, if you grow up ignoring that or stepping over it or not being able to, you know, when you grow up in a violent alcoholic family and your gut is going, this is bad, this is dangerous, but the people are saying, no, no, or, or whatever, you know, it's a lot of disconnect, a lot of disconnect. And, and uh, with lots of therapy or whatever, I still... There's a lot of voices in my head, right? <laughs> there's the angel, there's the devil, there's the peanut gallery, there's the inner critic, there's the critic's inner critic. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I'm I'm not schizophrenic and I, I know that that's a real thing and I'm not making fun of that in any way. I'm just for me, there's a lot to manage sometimes. And, um, you know, and I'll just share this because to me, I, I understand how sometimes a scarcity mentality feels more comfortable. Less options means less decision fatigue. In some ways, I see how it can be comforting. And coming from more abundance, having more opportunities can feel like, ha, ah, exciting, but ha, ah, overwhelming. And so one reason I'm so grateful I've gotten to further develop my gut and at least pay attention to the red flags. I still am like, oh, that's a red flag. Oh, that's, oh, okay, I've seen five red flags. Maybe, you know, so I, I had, I met this guy in January and he seemed brilliant and he was talking about funnels and la da 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 and he was a little bit snarky, which my gut was going, eh, and my head was like, yeah, but, yeah, but, but, you know. And after several conversations, I, you know, uh, my head was, yeah, yeah, he, he can help you. He's the one. Okay. He's snarky, but you know, I was making excuses and my gut was like, eh, 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 but it was a smaller, quieter voice. And thank God 
the thing that finally woke me out of my, you know, I don't know if it was a, it wasn't, it was like a business crush, my stupor, whatever you want to call it was he was not listening. So he would ask me the same questions and, you know, I get it. If you have lots of clients, then take notes. But he kept like, no, we'd already talked about that. And he'd go, blah, 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 blah. no, what do you have? And I was like, we've already talked about that. And we've already talked about that. And luckily, my fabulous virtual assistant was like, whatever. Like, I'll work with him if you want me to. I don't know. Like, she was really, you know, we kept, and she kept like being a soundboard and, Finally, after a couple of months of really sort of being jacked around, um, I just said, yeah, this is not a fit. And I was afraid of his reaction, afraid of making somebody mad. But I just knew, like, it's not a fit and I, I don't have time. Like, I don't understand everything that's happening, but I just knew, like, for whatever reason, this is not working. And for the first time in my life, it seems, this is not, you know, I trusted the way I do business. Like, even if I didn't understanding everything he was saying, but he kept saying this, but doing this. And he, I mean, every time there was so much confusion, but I just knew like, whatever's happening, I hate working this way. And this is not how I do my businesses. And I don't have time. Like I'm on a mission. And so I, I said, you know what? I think we just need to end this. And actually I would like to get a refund and I got it. And, and he kept coming like, Oh, but da, 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 oh, but da, 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 da. and I, I trusted, I trusted my gut and my intuition and Kathy, I mean, it was uncomfortable. It was it is really uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah, it is uncomfortable. And, you know, there's an expression that what you are doing and how you are being is screaming so loudly, I cannot hear a word you're saying. Because remember, people will use words to try to persuade you. But how are they being? Are they doing what they said they were going to do? Are they following up? Are they empowering you? Are they helping you grow? Do you feel great when you're around them? Sometimes a little ticked off because they hit a little truth and now you're going to have to pay attention to that. Or do they make you feel like crap? And if they make you feel like crap, then, then listen to or that. If every time how, your, your encounter with them is confusing, I feel like that's. Yeah. Uh, it should and be I simple. Feel like, right, and I think there's a part of me that will maybe always be attracted to sort of arrogant, aloof, or snarky people because there's a part of me that thinks, "Ooh, they're smart," and it's like maybe they're just an asshole. I mean, you know, or may, you know. I don't understand it. Like, why do I still think bad boys and leather jackets are, you know, kind of sexy? Maybe there's a part of me that's never going to totally, you know, whatever. But anyway, I just share this because I feel like a lot of women, you know, if we can get quiet enough deep down, a lot of times we do know the answers. It's just uncomfortable. Like, I want you to give me the pill, Kathy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Can you give me the pill of not being uncomfortable in my business? Is that 
Right. <laughs> right. That's what that's why humans are susceptible oh. to addiction for that reason. And so it's just so beautiful that you can share what happened and that you could make those decisions and that you learn from those decisions and that you don't spend a lot of time beating yourself up. You just say, you know what? Yeah, there were red flags. There were red flags everywhere. And that's okay because a lot of times we do want to give somebody the benefit of the doubt, right? We want to give somebody a chance. It may be in our nature to do that. And so you're trying to give someone a chance and they're not meeting it in any way, shape or form. And so then you get to make that decision say, yeah, this isn't going to work for me. Um, But that feeling that you can feel, it's like breaking up with somebody. It was, oh my God, will they be able to live without me? How will they do? And it's like, no, you're the people who messed up. Right. And I, yeah, so that was, you know, grateful for all my Al-Anon work and for working with you and so many great lessons. So, oh my gosh, this was so much fun. So I just want to say again, if you are feeling stuck in your life, if you want a delicious and divine, amazing coach who can help you look at your relationship to work or even your significant other or anything that you're working on, you should reach out to Kathy Keegan. That's K with a K, Kathy with a K and Keegan with a K. And, um, you know, she's everywhere. She's on Still Human Podcast and Facebook and LinkedIn. And she is really an amazing, amazing human being. Speaking of amazing human beings, Elaine Williams. Captivate the crowd. It's so true. And here's the thing. Um, I know that Emily has this, but um, I know that you also have um, something that people can go to for free. And that is the third Wednesday of every month at 4 p.m. Eastern time. If you want to learn how to be able to tell your story, get comfortable being on Zoom calls and all the others so that you have an elegant, professional fabulous presence you want to work with elaine she's delightful she's got your back and you just feel it the whole time oh she's thank fabulous. you kathy and you know what i'm just gonna say because i'm doing you know the, the the link stays the same and we just change the dates so it's captivate the forward slash master dash class forward slash master dash class so we um you know, so you can come register and then we'll make sure that you know about the next one if you miss this one. And also, Kathy, I'm starting to play on Clubhouse, which is a blast. So oh, hopefully cool. we can do a still human, um, you know, little mini promo or something sometime about that. But um, it's been wonderful as usual. Thank you so much Thanks, for joining everybody. us. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you're up to. Let us know if you're stuck, if you're inspired reach out and have an awesome, awesome, fabulous rest of your day, week, month, life. (laughs) Bye. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much. Take care. Be well. Yay. You made it to the end. Thank you so much for listening. We're so excited you were here. Feel free to reach out at stillhumanpodcast at gmail.com or Kathy at KathyKeegan.com or Elaine at CaptivateTheCrowd.com See you next time.